0: Shalom and welcome to Israel. In this episode of Revelation Shorts, we're going to focus in on the Antichrist. And we're going to learn a few things about the Antichrist, his character, what he's about, and what he will do. Now, the first thing we need to remember that in the last days, there's going to be two beasts, according to Daniel chapter 8. The first one is called the ram. It is going to be out of what's known as Pras-Umidai. This is the old Persian and Medes. Today, it centers around Iran. And there's going to be a coalition of, of nations that form this empire. This empire known as the Ram is going to cause great havoc and problems and instability in the world. It's going to bring about a sense of hopelessness and despair. But what's going to happen? There's going to be another beast that rises up. This one, the scripture tells us, is going to be out of Europe. And this beast is called the goat. And it is going to destroy the ram, bring it to subjection, and rule over the world. And people initially, and I want to emphasize that, people initially are going to be very pleased about the goat. But here's what you need to understand. It is going to be out of the goat, this empire, that is going to originate in Europe. It is going to be from this empire that the Antichrist will assume leadership. So he, we don't know exactly when, We know that the empire will rise up unexpectedly and it is going to rule over the world and sometime he will assume leadership and rule the empire and this one world government. Now, in speaking about that final beast, what Daniel calls the goat, we know from the book of Revelation that there's going to be a harlot And the harlot sits on the beast. What does that mean? Well, the harlot represents idolatry, a spirit of idolatry. That is a spirit of selfishness, a spirit of pride, when one will want to justify his own sinful behavior. Everyone will want to do what is right in his own eyes and make the religion to be according to his desires, what pleases him. This is the harlot. And the harlot sits upon the beast, meaning this type of thinking is going to be dominant in the world. And it's going to be embraced and accepted by the beast, this one world government, this evil empire. But it's going to be embraced for a moment. Why do I say that? because there will be coming a time when the antichrist will want the harlot destroyed meaning this that he will want the harlot done away with why well the harlot is a religious spirit of idolatry and we know that that, that religious spirit says do what you want worship however you want you are in charge And your religion will justify anything that you do. The Antichrist will want to be worshipped. We know that the Antichrist is connected to a satanic spirit of pride. And therefore, after he feels secure in his leadership position, he will want the harlot destroyed, meaning he will make it so that one must worship him. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Let's move on to the next point, and that is this. The Antichrist, by that term, is mentioned in 1 John. And we see that in 1 John, the spirit of the Antichrist is going to be one that denies the divinity of Messiah Yeshua. That is, the Antichrist spirit will not accept that Messiah is the Son of God, the divine Son of God. He will reject that, so the spirit of the Antichrist denies the divinity of Messiah and therefore denies the Trinity. What else do we know about the Antichrist? He is the man of lawlessness. So he is going to be opposed to the law of God, the commandments of God, he will be anti-Torah. And what is the primary message of the Torah? You ought to know this because it's foundational in the scripture. Messiah taught that. When Messiah was asked, what is the greatest of all the commandments? He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your, your mind and with all your strength. So your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Now, that is to put God first. And he says the second commandment is like it, which is to love your neighbor as yourself. So in the first and the second commandments, which really characterize all the commandments, it's about love, loving God, and loving your neighbor as yourself. And it's the rest of the commandments that teaches how to do just that, how to apply the instructions of God, led by the Holy Spirit, to our life, that we walk in love. So the Antichrist, being the man of lawlessness, he's not going to be about love, and and denying oneself, blessing someone else. He is fully consumed with pride. Now, initially, after he assumes leadership of the beast, that that one-world government, that empire. He is going to do something. He knows how important that Israel is in God's plan. He knows that Israel has to be brought to faith for the purpose of God, and I'm speaking about the establishment of the kingdom of God, to take place. So what will he do initially? He will do many seemingly good things for Israel, the nation, and the Jewish people at large. He is going to want to to be a blessing to Israel. But it's for only one purpose, to get Israel not to obey God. And we know something else. We know that he's going to be rejected by Israel. I'll come to that in a moment. The next thing that I'd like to share is this, that he is going to do many miracles. The scriptures say, for example, in the book of Revelation, that he will make fire come down from heaven. He'll do many signs and wonders, and because he's empowered by Satan, Satan is the father of lies, he's about deception, all of these miracles that he will do is for the purpose of just that, deceiving individuals. He also, that spirit of the Antichrist, that spirit of lawlessness, is always about lies, deceit, and a rejection of the truth. Now, what is going to be one of his chief events? Well, we know from a couple different places, the book of Daniel, in Daniel chapter 9 and Daniel chapter 11, it speaks about an event called the abomination of desolation. This is when, and we see it, Messiah mentions it, in the book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 15, and Paul mentions it and and clarifies what it is in 2 Thessalonians in chapter 2. There, Paul says this man of lawlessness, the son of perdition, we'll talk more about that as we conclude this, this short video in a moment. It tells us that the Antichrist, he is going to want to present himself as god that's that satanic spirit we know from the book of isaiah that that satan wants to set his throne over the throne of god he wants to be supreme he wants to be worship he wants to be god he's not he's a deceiver he's a liar so this this antichrist he is going to go into the holy of holies where the presence of God Hashem in Hebrew, the dwelling presence of God, the glorious presence of God was between the two crew, the two cherubim upon the, the mercy seat on the Ark of the covenant in the Holy of Holies. He's going to go there and sit just like the presence of God was there. And he's going to proclaim himself to be God. And Everyone is going to have to worship him. Now we know something. The Bible speaks about Etzrachila Yaakov, a time of trouble for Yaakov, for Jacob, meaning the Jewish people. And it's precisely because Israel, the Jewish people, will reject the Antichrist. That abomination of desolation, they will see just as that, a desolation that which is abominable and therefore because israel will reject the antichrist he will begin to persecute them in a very intense way the worst the worst suffering and the worst persecution that israel has ever known so he will wage war he will wage war against all of those who who do not submit to him he will want to put them to death. And secondly, and I've alluded to that, he will want to exterminate the Jewish people, and he will carry out that desire in the worst way possible, killing two-thirds of the Jewish people who will be alive at that time. A horrible situation. But that one-third is going to be brought to faith. Well, let me conclude this brief study of the Antichrist by saying this. Not only is he known as the man of lawlessness, but, but the scripture also tells us that he is the son of perdition, an old English word which means destruction, that the Antichrist will be destroyed and ultimately he is going to be cast into that lake that burns with fire and sulfur. He is going to be destroyed so we know he's destroyed he's the man of lawlessness the son of destruction and the real messiah is going to rule to rule upon the throne of god forever and ever and ever so we need not fear we need to be faithful the antichrist the scripture tells us that the spirit of the antichrist is already in the world working we also know that many and we could say types of antichrist those who have that antichrist spirit have already gone out into the world but the true the one and only antichrist has yet to be revealed and he will not be revealed until he takes his seat of leadership on that wicked empire known as the beast. So, I hope this short study may clarify a few points concerning the antichrist, that we would be aware of who he is, what he is like, what he's going to do, and what his end will be. Until our next episode of Revelation Shorts. May God bless you. Shalom from Israel.